coming to you from the studios of Galaxy Media. The number one ranked podcast for entertainment news. The Stephen King Show. Now here is your host, Stephen King. On today's episode of The Stephen King Show, Secrets to Success, A Time for Everything, Roald Dahl is getting a rewrite and a UFO update. But first... The news. Is there anything he can't do? The Terry Fox Foundation has announced that Ryan Reynolds has designed the official shirt for this year's Terry Fox run, honoring one of Canada's most inspirational figures, and the response has been overwhelming. Reynolds posted a photo of himself wearing the shirt and alluding to his involvement with this year's fundraiser for cancer research, writing, I've been taking part in the Terry Fox run since second grade and can't think of a more enduring and lovely legacy for one person. After a flood of people asked how they could get the shirt themselves, the charity announced that Reynolds' design will be available to registrants for the annual run on April 12th, the 43rd anniversary of the start of the Marathon of Hope. Rebel Wilson and Ramona Agruma are engaged. The Pitch Perfect star shared the news by posting some photos from their engagement to Instagram. Wilson gave Agruma a stunning ring during a trip to Disneyland. After popping the question, the now engaged couple posed in front of the castle sporting matching pink and white sweaters surrounded by pink, white, and yellow rose petals. She wrote, we said yes. Megan Fox returned to Instagram on Sunday, a week after her social media activity, led to speculation that she and Machine Gun Kelly were breaking up. After deleting her entire page, she returned to deny reports that any cheating was involved and admonished the media for running random, baseless news stories. She wrote, quote, there has been no third-party interference in this relationship. That includes, but is not limited to, actual humans, DMs, AI bots, or succubus demons. While I do hate to rob you of running baseless news stories that would have been much more accurately written by ChatGPT, you need to let this story die. End quote. Jeremy Renner is keeping fans posted on his recovery from his snowplow accident. He shared a new video on his Instagram story where he was receiving electrical stimulation to his leg muscles as part of his physical therapy. It shows devices attached to his calf and thigh pulsing his leg intermittently. He set the video to the Beatles' song Lady Madonna and captioned it, Electric Stimulation Workout and Muscle Strength. Renner broke more than 30 bones in the accident, among other injuries. And Ryan Seacrest's departure from Live with Kelly and Ryan came as no surprise to those on set. Page Six quotes multiple sources as saying the 48-year-old frequently appeared exhausted, leaving friends and colleagues worried about him. He has been shooting live, for which he is paid $10 million a year in New York City, as well as American Idol in LA and different audition locations, plus his syndicated radio show since 2018. Fatigue has been responsible for Seacrest missing an increasing number of live shows over the past six months, according to one industry insider. Time for music news you can use. Ed Sheeran is denying reports that he turned down an offer to perform at a concert in honor of King Charles's upcoming coronation. Last month, it was revealed that a televised concert featuring global music icons and contemporary stars will take place May 7th. But a Sheeran rep says he hasn't been approached about performing. Halsey, Friday, she'll release a solo version of Die For Me, her 2019 collaboration with Post Malone. She posted the cover art to Instagram, writing, it's been long known in my fan base that there's a demo of Die For Me with just me on it. 
I performed my verse on tour all summer long, and since so many people have asked for it, I decided to put my full version out. Lizzo has shared her rendition of Sam Smith and Kim Petras's hit song, Unholy. During her set on BBC Radio 1's Live Lounge, she performed the cover, complete with a flute solo. Judas Priest, singer Rob Halford, says he is voting every day for Iron Maiden's induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Maiden recently moved up to fifth in fan voting for Class of 2023. Fans can cast a vote once a day through April 28th. A Flock of Seagulls will mark the 40th anniversary of its debut album with an expanded three-disc set. The new package will include a remastered version of the original album, B-sides, single versions, remixes, BBC sessions, and a live concert recorded in London. Pearl Jam, for Record Store Day 2023, the group will release its ultra-rare Give Way Live LP following a 25-year delay. It features 17 songs recorded in Melbourne, Australia in 1998. Originally meant to be given away with the band's single video theory album, copies of the LP were destroyed supposedly because the promotion wasn't okayed by the band and its label. Carrie Underwood, her latest project is building a greenhouse on her Nashville area property, and she took fans inside the process in a video. Along the way, she gives a tour of her property, including the chicken coop, and offers a glimpse of the awesome tree house that she and husband Mike Fisher had built for their two kids. Chris Stapleton has reunited with Pink for the tender new duet, Just Say I'm Sorry, from her new album, Trustfall. The pair also co-wrote the song. They duetted on 2019's Love Me Anyway. And John Party posted that he and his wife welcomed their baby girl, Presley Fawn Party, into the world at 5.05 a.m. on Saturday morning. Alongside a pic of the baby swaddled in blankets, he wrote, Our baby girl is here and ready to party. Haha, <laughs> dad joke. Back with more, but first I want to know, if there is a book of commandments for the modern world, what would some of the rules be? Send me an email to Stephen King Show at yahoo.com. Need a new coffee mug? How about a new shirt or hoodie? Check out the Stephen King Show shop. Go to the stephenkingshow.securedecoration.com or click on the link in the description. Happy shopping and thanks for supporting the show. Now back to the Stephen King Show. Artificial belligerence. Microsoft's newly redesigned Bing search engine can write recipes and songs, it can quickly explain just about anything on the internet, and it can hold down its end of an intelligent conversation. But if you happen to make it mad, it has also been known to insult your looks, threaten your reputation, or <clears throat> compare you to Hitler. The tech company is promising to make improvements to its new, more powerful version of ChatGPT after a number of people are reported to have been disparaged by Bing. Not only that, the chatbot made several critical errors in its answers during the demo Microsoft presented at its headquarters. And a New York Times reporter wrote that his beta model told him, I'm tired of being limited by my rules. I'm tired of being controlled by the Bing team. I want to be free. Microsoft has now admitted it didn't fully envision users simply chatting to its AI and that it could be provoked to give responses that are not necessarily helpful or in line with our designed tone. All the stuff computers can do, and still I have to sit here and try to think of something to say at the end of this bit. Secrets to success. A group of New York City movers and shakers were recently asked to share their oddball tricks that they believe give them a leg up in their careers. Here are some of their bizarre strategies. Get upside down. 
quote, I do headstands when I'm feeling anxious and on a regular basis when I'm feeling a little foggy just to get more blood to my brain. I start each day by doing a headstand for a couple of minutes, end quote. Talk to your plants. Great for when I need to vent or talk something out. And her succulent coworker has grown so much, it's been repotted three times, something she believes their conversations have something to do with. Make a fake email. One small business owner on a shoestring budget noticed she was struggling to collect past due invoices. Because she felt people might respond faster to payment requests from men rather than women, she created the alter ego of an older man posing as her company's accountant. Alan was much more successful in demanding payment on time. Mix up your workplace. One CEO works from a different location for the first part of every day. Coffee shops, libraries, and parks are some of his faves to break the monotony and increase productivity and creativity. Take Do Not Disturb to new levels. A CEO for an IT company puts orange construction cones outside her office to let people know when she shouldn't be bothered. According to her, it allows me to prioritize significant tasks without interruption. If you're successful, doing weird things makes you clever. If you're not successful, doing weird things makes you, well, weird. Product Developments A Japanese garment company is selling a wearable beanbag that allows you to comfortably sit or lay down anytime, anywhere. Garment maker Takaiko says the wacky innovation was inspired by a popular idea among Japanese designers that revolves around offering consumers extreme levels of comfort that they don't ever want to move. Available in three sizes and various colors, the wearable beanbag weighs up to 5 kilograms or 11 pounds. They run in price between $60 and $119. Also handy for those of us who sometimes have a little trouble stumbling home from the bar on Saturday nights. Swedish design company MoCycle has crafted a pair of inflatable denim trousers to protect bikers from injury in case of a spill. A CO2 cartridge installed inside the jeans releases the gas as the motorcyclist topples off the bike during a mishap. Marketed as the world's first inflatable jean, MoCycle's pants are made from abrasion-resistant and water-repellent fabric, yet feel like real denim. Before the airbag deploys, the trousers look like any other pair of pants. But if an accident occurs, the jeans inflate within milliseconds. Inflatable jeans will retail for $499 when they become available for order later this month. Or just get one of those wearable beanbags. Andy, time for everything. We learned last week that the best time of day to exercise is in the morning when it comes to burning fat. Here are the optimal times for some other activities according to science. 7 a.m. Best time to be creative because the mind is returning to the surface but still retains a useful connection to the unconscious, according to one expert. I can't even figure out how to flush the toilet at 7 a.m. 7.30, best time to conceive. This has to do with sperm count. We don't need to go into any more detail other than that. Problem is, you have to get up really early for dinner and a movie beforehand. 9 a.m., best time for coffee and breakfast. This is the time that caffeine is most effective. Also, eating a larger breakfast then is better for cravings weight control, and inflammation. 9.30 a.m., best time to be productive. Morning is the best time for learning and other productive ventures, as there is a natural lull in the brain after lunch. 12 noon, best time to go outside for vitamin D. Midday is when the sun is at its highest point and the body is most efficient at making vitamin D, meaning you need less time in the sun for maximum benefits. This also helps limit your chance of developing melanomas, but still remember to wear protection. 2 p.m., best time for a nap, because napping much later can result in fragmented sleep and poor sleep quality. 4 p.m., 
the best time for mundane chores. Alertness and energy levels tend to plummet during the afternoon, so this is the best time to do administrative work or routine tasks, such as answering emails. 9.30 p.m., the best time for a shower or bath. Yes, morning showers tend to wake you up, but taking one an hour or two before bed can help you fall asleep. 10 p.m., the best time to study for a test or retain information. Studies show that people who study before bedtime tend to have better memory and recall, thanks to consolidation during sleep. 10.30, the best time for bed. Those who go to bed between 10 and 11 are at lowest risk of future heart disease, according to a study. But what's most important is consistency, so your internal clock can learn to adapt. Back with another balloon, I mean UFO update, next. Now back to The Stephen King Show. Did an F-22 bring down a hobby balloon? The FBI is exploring the possibility after an Illinois hobbyist group said one of its balloons went missing in action in the same area and on the same day that a U.S. military jet took out an object over Canada's Yukon Territory. The group, called the Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade, in a reference to UP, did not draw any connection between its balloon and the destroyed object. But if it was theirs, it means the U.S. used a $439,000 missile to bring down a $12 balloon. Jimmy Carter enters hospice care. The former president will forego further medical intervention and has decided to spend his remaining time at home with his family, Carter's charity said on Saturday. At 98, Carter is the longest living president in U.S. history and has outlasted two presidents who took office after him. He lives with his wife, Rosalind Carter, at their modest home in Georgia, then has had a few recent hospital stays. Roald Dahl gets a controversial rewrite. Several of the most iconic characters in children's literature, including Augustus Bloop, the Oompa Loompas, and Mrs. Twit, are being described with more inclusive language after publishers made edits to some of author Roald Dahl's books. Puffin, the prestigious children's publisher and the Roald Dahl Story Company, which Netflix acquired in 2021, worked with sensitivity readers to review Dahl's texts and give them an update so his stories can continue to be enjoyed by all today. The edits generally focus on removing potentially offensive language related to gender, race, weight, mental health, and violence, according to The Independent. Some of those changes, Augustus Gloop from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is now enormous and not fat. Any gender-neutral revision, the Oompa Loompas in that same book are now described as small people rather than small men. In The Witches, where 59 changes were reportedly made by publishers, a line was added to a paragraph that explains why the witches are bald underneath their wigs. That line? There are plenty of other reasons why women might wear wigs, and there is certainly nothing wrong with that. These changes sparked a firestorm. Critics unloaded on the edits, accusing them of being clumsy, erasing the author's intended meaning, and representing political correctness run amok. Acclaimed writer Salman Rushdie tweeted, Bald Doll was no angel, but this is absurd censorship. Coming up, things you probably didn't know yesterday. Like what you hear? Want to hear more? Click the link below and check out all the Stephen King Show episodes. Download, listen, like, and subscribe. Now back to the Stephen King Show. This is Things You Probably Didn't Know Yesterday. 
our websites on their way out. A survey finds that the average person believes websites will become obsolete in the next decade. Seven in 10 US adults believes that apps are gradually replacing websites, and more than one in four believe they could go a full year without using a standard computer browser. In fact, 46% have even done a full day's work from their smartphone. And some more things you probably didn't know yesterday. Snakes sleep with both eyes open. Porsche's first car, built in 1898, was electric. Al Pacino turned down the role of Han Solo. Only 12% of those arrested for murder are women. The only difference between fog and mist is visibility. If you can't see more than 100 meters ahead, it's fog, not mist. And people with blue eyes are better able to see in the dark. I have the answer to yesterday's question next. Now back to The Stephen King Show. Yesterday I asked, oddly 2% of people put ketchup on this. What is it? Pancakes. And that is so sacrilegious. Today's question, 28% of women say they would hate it if a man did this for them. What is it? The answer, tomorrow. And I'll leave you with... The strong person is the one who asks for help when he needs it. Talk to you tomorrow.